Hey friends, welcome to your girl Maddie. I am your host Maddie and today I am jumping on the mic to chat up the new K-pop survival show called Boys Planet. I feel like a lot of y'all probably already started the show. I had not until this week and um, I want to see what the hype was because there's been some hype around the show. So anyways, I decided to jump on the mic. I'll give you a through to on Boys Planet just in case you also had like seen it advertised or maybe you had seen like some <laughs> like reels or TikToks about like the terrible auditions or maybe not. But if you have, you might have been curious, like, should I be watching Boys Planet? Um, so I decided to jump on the mic and let you know, because to be honest, it's a little different than I expected. I knew it was a K-pop survival show where, you know, there's contestants and they do challenges and then the winners get to debut as a K-pop group. So I knew that, but, um, I honestly, it's been different than I imagined. So I'm like, you know what? This might help you all figure out if you want to watch Boys Planet as well. I will say I'm definitely going to continue watching this show. <laughs> so <laughs> even though there's parts that I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm in it. However, I absolutely love K-pop survival anything. So that being said, um, I will say the only real exposure I have to like a survival program like this is Island, where they made the group in hyphen. Um, I kind of went into Boys Planet thinking it might be similar to Island, and then I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and I say that in the sense where Boys Planet is a lot less serious than I thought it was going to be. And I actually feel like I'm watching like American Idol when I watch the show. Anyways, I'll stop being vague. Let's get it. I'll just get into like what Boys Planet is, how it's structured, what you could expect from episodes. So basically, Boys Planet, it's a survival, K pop survival show for boys. Most of them are like ages 15 to 22 or so. And the top, there there are 98 contestants, which is a lot of contestants. Um, 98 contestants. And throughout the, I believe, 12 episodes, they're narrowing it down to nine. Mind you, each episode's like two and a half hours long. Um, and then the top nine are going to debut as a K-pop boy group. So in something about this show that may be different from others is that it's a very global. They're making like a global K-pop group. So half of the contestants, um, 49 of the contestants are from Korea and 49 of the contestants are not from Korea. They're from other countries, America, lots of China, some Japanese, Canada, so on and so forth. So that's like a big aspect of it. And in fact, like the Korean and the global contestants are like opposed to each other. It's kind of like Hogwarts where you try to get points for your house, you know? <laughs> and so the Korean contestants are trying to gain points for the Korean side. And then the global are trying to gain points for the global side. And something I found very interesting is that it's a 100% fan vote show. In Like, in other words... There are producers and judges that like do make decisions, but it's a lot like American Idol in like where the early stages right now, like these producers and these judges are making decisions on who should be in this group. But the final stages of the show of like who gets in the group, they claim it's a hundred percent fan vote. No, it's hard to know if that's true, but that's the claim is like a hundred percent fan vote, which actually terrifies me. But 
because <laughs> I'm like, are we gonna are people gonna choose the right people? That being said, one thing that I found to be true about this is that out of the 98 contestants, um, about 10 of them are like really good, and then the other 88 are nowhere near ready to debut in a K-pop group. So that makes me feel like maybe we're they are gonna whittle it down to the correct people. Um, because everyone else is like an obvious no-go. They, not that they don't have potential, but they're not ready. So anyways, the way it works, there's all, there's that fan vote. Um, they have this whole lore behind it, which I think is so dorky and great. The boys planet is like, you combine Korea in the global and you turn it into the planet of boys who are making the boy group. Um, and then there's seven masters, which are like, um, you know, professionals in the K-pop performance realm. Two, three of them are choreographers. We have uh, two or three vocalists, and then we have a rapper um, who are the mentors for these boys, which a few of them have very, like, fascinating credentials. Um, there's a guy named Pei Koo Young, and he is, like, choreographer for EXO. He, like, choreographer... Chore- choreographed Coco Bop and Love Shot and The Stealer by The Boys and mm-hmm by Kai. I'm like, okay, okay. Apparently he choreographed, like he worked with The Boys during Kingdom. I'm like, that's awesome. Um, and then there's another choreographer, Che Young Jun, who choreographed Things for Seventeen and Twice. He choreographed like Don't Want to Cry by Seventeen. I'm like, that's cool. And then, yeah, and then we have a few really pretty famous vocalists and things like that and then a rapper so anyways there's these masters that are mentors over these boys and so far they're the ones after two episodes that have been like judging them then there's the star masters oh and by the way these people are all part of the master council of course um there's a star master who are like the mcs which are kind of fun people. We have Huang Minhyun, which if you watch Alchemy of Souls, he was Yule. Um, he's also a Hybe solo artist. Um, Lee Minhyuk, which if you know B2B, he's the hottie with a body from over there. Um, Yeo Jin-gu, which he's the guy from Hotel de Luna. He's like uh, like an actor. I'm pretty sure I'm right about all this. Um, and there's a woman named Soon Mi. I don't really know who she is. So they're the like MCs. I've only seen Huang Minhyun so far, so I can definitely guarantee he's in the show. Google is claiming the rest of those are as well, but don't come at me if it's not true. And then the final members of the Master Council are the star creators, which are us people like who are going to vote um, for who gets put into this group. So there's like all this like dorky lore, and I think it's hilarious and... But at the end of the day, what it really is, is it's like a, just like a kind of tacky survival show. I do hope as time gets on, it becomes less tacky because I was hoping for it to be a little more intense. But anyways, that all being said, I'm going to get into like what has happened so far in these first two episodes. Um, a few fun facts beforehand. It said they're the trainees. I found this. I have found this very fascinating for anyone who's like nerdy about K-pop at all. Obviously, there's like a lot of group, like entertainment companies that we've heard of SM, Hybe, you know, KQ, whatever. Um, but it's been fascinating through watching this. They're like just hearing all these random entertainment companies. And I'm like and they're like sending their trainees to this program. And I don't know how these guys got chosen. Uh 
Although I feel like some of them are just like <laughs> their purpose was to like not make the group. I feel like that's probably true because they're not nowhere near ready to be in a group like this. But anyways, so apparently there were trainees from 230 agencies and then there were some like self-trained applicants also in like 84 different countries applied to be on the show. I'm like, that is crazy. But I feel like only like 10 countries are being represented. And then there was also a girls version of Boys Planet called Girls Planet. Uh, And they, the group that debuted from there was Kepler, which I have heard of Kepler. So I did not know any of those. I found this fascinating. So I'm learning a lot. Anyways, let's get into it. So I'm going to talk through like kind of what happens in this show. So basically what happens so far for first two episodes is all the guys show up, all 98 of them. And they walk into this big old, like, <laughs> auditorium. Um, and they're, like, in these little groups that, like, basically they came with the people from their trainee company. Um, and they, in if they're, like, in a global group or a Korean group. So, for example, there's a few entertainment companies who are sending, like, eight guys. But four of them are global. Four of them are Korean. So, they, like, split them in two groups. Anyway, so they show up and they're all like, you know, in matching outfits. Clearly they came with something to perform. And there's this huge auditorium and there's, you know, 98 seats. But then in the middle, there's nine seats where they're like labeled one through nine. But number one seat is right in the middle. It has like a star around it and it's like a throne and it says number one. Which, of course, like, that's how they do these things. They literally, like, label them one through nine as the time goes on to, like, who's getting the most votes. So the guys all pile in. They, like, challenge each other to be in, like, the number one seat. But then some guys just go, like, go and sit down. They're like, nah, not trying. But, of course, that's not how they get the number one seat. They're going to do, like, lots of challenges as this goes on and, you know, be put into the seat by fan vote. So they all show up. And one thing that's interesting, as they're showing up, they have a name tag on them. And in the name tag, there's like four blank stars that are like not colored in. And they're told before they go into the room that they have to rate themselves on how many stars they should have. One to four. Um, Which is something I love about K-pop survival shows. It's just like they make the kid... I don't know how these guys don't make it through without counseling um, or they make it through without counseling. Cause it's just like, they're always having to like rate themselves or be rated or like <laughs> it's stressful, but it's also entertaining. So anyways, they, they chose their star. So of, co- of course some guys like chose one star and they're like, I'm being humble. Um, then some guys put like eight stars, but they can't even fit eight stars. And they're like, yeah, man. Yeah. Come at me. Yeah, I'm the best. So, they all come in. Then the masters come in. And they sit down. And basically, all 98 contestants that night have to do their first show. And it's like a it's like a K-pop cover that they came prepared with. Some of them did it by themselves. And some of them are doing it with other people. And um, something that has been surprising to me is how bad they are. Like, they're not very good. Uh, like I said, there's like 10 of them that you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm tracking. And the rest, the other 88, it's like, what? What? Like, were you sent here by your company to like not do well? But then again, I might be learning a little bit about the industry where 
they look for potential more than other things. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe these guys that came that really aren't that good. Or when I say not good, I mean like they're not ready to be in a K-pop group. Some of them just aren't good. <laughs> um, but I wonder how they even got into a trainee company. They became a trainee at these companies. I don't know how. Um, but anyways, but yeah, then again, like what they're having to do is hard. They're having to do like difficult choreography and dance it while singing, while having stage presence and all the above. And they're trying to figure out how to have microphones on. And some of them are like, I've never performed with a microphone. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. But then some of them are like, yeah, I, um, I've already debuted in a K-pop group before. And then I left that group and came to this. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's a wide variety. Um, the greatest example, I guess, is there is a guy from um, the group Pentagon, which I think they debuted in like 2016. They're like successful K-pop group. He's 30 years old and he just came back from the military and he joined Boys Planet as a trainee. Which I think is very strange. I don't agree with it. But it's it's like he obviously is a trillion times better than all these other guys. Uh, and I just don't quite know where they're going with it in that aspect. But um, there's another tra- there's another guy. He's a trainee technically. Um, these guys are all trainees, which means they're 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 training at a K-pop entertainment group, but they haven't debuted, which means they're band hasn't started you know they're not in a group um there's a guy named Kada who he like also debuted with uh, a group called cypher and then like i guess maybe that group like crumbled or something and so he Kada has been like um he's a japanese kid he's a contestant and he's been um training for nine years <laughs> so like obviously he's pretty good and then there's these other guys that are like 15 years old and they like can't literally can't hold a tune. So it's just very fascinating to me. I was not expecting it to be that wide of range. I'm going to guess they did that to make it easier to whittle it down. Um, and maybe the point is just to give some of these kids exposure. I'm not sure. But um, it does seem like from what I can tell, it seems like all 98 maybe last for a couple of weeks. So uh, maybe some of these guys get the chance to prove themselves. Um, and we'll get to know them a little bit before they whittle it down. But then I think eventually they'll start whittling it down to where hopefully the good guys, the guys who are ready to debut will be out on top. But that's kind of what happens at first. And they all do their first, you know, <laughs> audition. And I, I'm serious. It felt so much like American Idol. Like it literally, which I thought was strange because these guys are in, tra- in like actual entertainment groups, but it felt like American Idol where like, you know, sometimes it was like, oh, that was amazing. And sometimes it was like, oh, that was really bad, like really bad. And then basically the judges gave the guys, they said, you told us what you think the amount of stars you're supposed to have. And we're going to tell you the amount of stars we think you're supposed to have. And we decide, which I've actually been pretty pleased with how these judges have judged them. I've really actually enjoyed the way they've like been very objective. Um, so I, I've enjoyed that. I feel like I'm trusting the judges to an extent. So anyways, they gave them stars. The guys that earned four stars are called the all stars. And then some guys earned zero stars. And anyway, so, but no one got eliminated like that first night. And basically what episode two showed um, is that the guys all live in a big dorm together. And um, 
they start to train every every day and they go to classes they go to like vocal class with the vocal masters and they go to dance class with the dance masters and so and so and so and forth um and it's pretty cutthroat from the beginning which makes me feel bad for these guys that just aren't ready for this but they start to train and basically they're given a uh i don't know what the word they called it but like this you know the special song that the first song they're gonna have to perform as a contestant on the show um and every single contestant learns the same song and it has choreo and it has vocals and they they purposely i think made the vocals like hard for pubescent boys to sing (laughs) it's like high really high notes that is very hard for their range and I, i think they did that on purpose to like really show the difference but um, just to say a lot of these guys cannot hit these notes. <laughs> cannot. But they're also f- 16 years old. So I'm like, no, yeah, well. And then there's some guys. There's a contestant called named Jay. He's from America, actually. And he's just like a fantastic singer. Like, so good. And um, he actually is a good singer. And then, but he's never like, he's not like very good at dancing. Like, that hasn't been his past. And so he's like struggling with the dancing. Anyway, so they all learn this, you know, 30, 40 seconds of choreography, maybe a minute of choreo with song, and then they have to perform them to the judges. And it's all about, like, can they change their star position? Can they go from one stars to two stars? Or are they going to drop a star and go from four to three stars? And so that's kind of where, like, episode two ends. And so you start to get a feel for the guys a little bit through those um it is fun to see some of them improve a lot something that's fascinating is that there's a lot of like I said there's half of them are global contestants and some of them don't like they know Korean but that's not their first language at all and some of them are kind of learning it they like moved to Korea half a year ago to join a k-pop company and so a lot of them are having to work like late into the night to work on their pronunciation and things like that so um Anyway, so that's kind of where episode two ends is they're kind of sorting them into like those four groups like or five group, five groups, no stars, one star, two star, three star and all stars. So right, right in the beginning, they're like separating the sheep from the goats or however that phrase goes. Um, and like I said, there's about like 10 to 15 guys that actually shine and it's like, yeah, let's go. So I think I'm going to be more excited for the second half of the show because I actually really enjoy like serious K-pop shows. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do like good stuff. But that being said, if you're into like more of like a lighthearted, you know, um, American Idol feel, you actually might like this show more than you think you would because it's actually a lot more like that than I thought it would be. So that's that's Boys Planet. I hope that maybe gives you an idea of like this is something you'd actually want to watch. Like I said, I'm super invested now. I really want to watch the show. I think it's just pure entertainment. I love it. Um, and I think as time goes on, it's going to become like this is really exciting. This is real stiff competition. Hopefully. And maybe we can see these guys debut into a real life group. That'd be fun, right? Uh, but if you've already watched these two, I'll, I'll gu- I'm going to gush a little bit about like what I really think and my favorites and all that. Um so hands down my favorite right now the one I have a big big fat crush on is Sung Hanbin I think he's freaking adorable I cannot wait to see more of him like he just seems like the most talented 
uh like the whole package that has the whole package i'm really obsessed with him i also like jay a lot um not a shocker here most of my favorites are globals i just like globals not that I don't like the Korean guys. Hanbin's Korean. Um, but I like Kada. Kada seems like he's the one with the nine years of training. He seems like he's just going to do really good. And I think he's adorable. Um, I think Jay's great. I think he actually has a good voice where most of his time I'm like cringing. I'm like, that's so bad. Uh, so I'm excited for Jay. Hanbin. Sung Hanbin because there's two. Um, Matthew obviously is cute. And I love how they're little besties. It's freaking adorable. And... Um, how they both used to be at Cube and now they came here. Um, I like that guy, Quan Ji, Quan uh, Chen Quan Ji. I think that's his name. He is Chinese, and he's the guy on that first night who had that big old staff and was like flipping it around his head. I'm like, that's awesome. And then they asked him to show like his lyrical dancing skills, and he was phenomenal. He's like, he has like lyrical, modern ballet, you know, past, I guess. And I was really impressed. And I also like that guy, Zhang Hao, who is also from China. And he was the guy that played the violin. And he was, he used to be a music teacher. That's so cute. So I, I'm definitely invested in like those guys. Let's see, anyone else I missed? I think that's pretty much the guys. But I mean, there was not a lot to take off on these first two episodes. So I'm excited to see like who I'm going to enjoy watching um but yeah I I'm honestly just nerding out about getting to see like the behind the scenes of the like the rigorous you know standards these guys are held to and how they're like in these dance practices and they make like one mistake and the dance instructor is like I don't know if this is the place for you. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. So you just kind of feel for these guys, but um, their work ethic is absolutely phenomenal. And um, so yeah, so me and my friend Elle have been chatting about this and we obviously the, the only thing we really have to compare to is Island, where there was only 23 contestants or something. Um, and we were like, were the Island contestants better than these contestants or are these better than Island? And I feel like it's kind of we're in the middle where like the Island contestants were like as a whole like on average better than on average the kids here in boys planet but then there's like a few contestants in boys planet that are like way better than any of the island contestants were so it's just kind of like a very very strange mix and i'm i'm curious how the final group is gonna function because there's a very wide range of ages and skills and I'm just very curious I have a hard time imagining like <laughs> Jay and Keita and Zhang Hao in the same k-pop group <laughs> like I don't know I'm I'm very curious if it's going to do well but we'll have to see or if some of those guys that are pretty phenomenal will get a lot of exposure from this show and not debut in this group. So I'm curious, at least in Island, like the contestants were pretty much the same age. And like, I feel like they were picked for Island to become a great K-pop group. Kind of no matter who was chosen. I always kind of felt that way. I'm like, 
yeah, I have my favorites, but like, you know, these guys are all decent candidates for this group. That is not what I feel with Boys Planet. I'm like, so many of you are not good candidates, super not good candidates. And then the ones that are, are like a weird wide range. And then like, what about Hui? Like, what are we supposed to do with Hui? Who was like, he was the leader of Pentagon and he's 30 years old. Like, is he living in the freaking dorms with them? Like, I hope not. You know, it's just like interesting. I'm like, are you just here to get exposure? You know, it's, it's strange. Um, so I don't really know where they're going with it. It kind of feels like a train wreck sometimes, but I'm still watching because it's really entertaining. Um, so anyway, so yeah, that's, that's the few things I've just found the most fascinating. Like, and then the most, like the number one thing is I've been like, are you not a trainee? Like I've been like shocked at how unprepared these, these guys are. But then again, I keep asking myself like, um, you know, what if, you know, like the members of 17 or Stray Kids were on this show during their trainee days um, before they really learned how to sing or dance or do any of that. And it's just like six months being a trainee and this is what I got. They might have been the same, honestly. Like, it's hard to say. So I feel like we see the, um, the like uber trained versions of K-pop stars, idols, uh, but this is like the very raw, not trained version of them. And it's, and I was surprised by how lacking they were. However, um, I think that might be the way it is sometimes since these guys have to have the whole package, they have to be able to sing and dance and it not like I, I, I won't. I don't want to judge them too much. It is hard to sing and dance at the same time. I wouldn't be much better. So it's like, I get it. But um, yeah. Also, I'm cracking up how they um have the literal worst jerseys. <laughs> Their jerseys are so ugly. Um, I'm dying. I'm like, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Once they like go back and get their star groups, I'm like, that's bad. And then they have them dance in long sleeves for all of their practices, which I'm like, are they just training them to dance in long sleeves? Because that's what K-pop idols always do is dance in long sleeves. I'm like, you must be so sweaty. <laughs> uh, these are the things that I think about. Anyways, so I'm excited about it. If y'all are watching Boys Planet, um, I'm pumped to kind of journey with you. I'm hoping to get caught up really fast so I can like get on with like the actual live action for the second half of this show which I think episode seven just aired. So I got five more three hour episodes to catch up on, uh, but I'm excited. So anyways, um, yeah, let me know if you're watching boys planet as well, please go and um, give me a follow on Instagram. If you haven't already at your girl, Maddie underscore pod, that's where I do majority of my communicating actually like pretty much all um, with y'all. So come and check over there. I'll definitely be posting a lot about boys planet and um all, all of my thoughts. <laughs> so I'm excited to watch it with y'all. But if this is your first time on my pod, thank you so much for coming and listening. My name is Maddie and it's such a pleasure to have you here. If you're a routine listener, what's up? Thank you for listening and have a really good day, you guys. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.